Hello everyone, before we get to the main episode, we are going to do our thank yous to all of our lovely, amazing patrons who help support us. Uh, to start, we're going to start with thanking our Neon Haze Clubbers. Thank you, Albert Halbert. Thank you, Gorham Palmer. Next, we'll thank our Shadows Regulars. Thank you for your support, Jamie and Sabino. Thank you for your support, Janice Libby. Thank you so for your support, Elizabeth Palmer. Uh, and finally, and last, but very much not least, thank you, Otto Hauser, for your support. And just a thank you to all of our patrons. As we've said before, your support of us helps us keep this podcast going. It's really because of you guys and your support to us that we get to do this and make these podcasts, and that means so much to all of us. It really does. Thank you. On to our regularly scheduled programming. Welcome to D3, the podcast, where the rules are suggestions and the suggestions are rules. As always, I am your faithful GM, Jacob. And as always with me, we have... Hello, my name is Ruby, and I play Lavender. Howdy there, folks. Uh, My name is Caleb, and I play Fio. How did I know you were just gonna go? You did the... You did practically the same voice for in between number eight, but this time you committed all the way through. Yeah. Yeah, I had to redeem myself. Oh, There's God. my redemption arc. God. This, this uh, this episode of the podcast was brought to you by Blizzard Entertainment. What? They Blizzard apparently has lots of redemption arcs. They only write redemption arcs now for characters that, at times, it objectively makes no sense. This is in between number eight. Um, when we last left off, Theo and Lavender had, well, first found the ingredients to enchant Lav's new pair of scissors so that they will now effectively work against every part of Robin. I have them down on my sheet as the new scissors. Uh, that's spelled N-E-U. Lav and Theo then got the money for the scissors by talking to a member of the Loom, a extra secret organization of hunters who support hunters through resources of different sorts. And while there, Lavender ran into her papa, Akoni, and found out that he used to be part of the Loom, though he's not quite fully aware of the supernatural. And, yeah... They turned in the money and the ingredients, and the scissors are in the process of being enchanted. It's like sending your baby off to daycare. Is, is Lav really nervous something's gonna go wrong with her new scissors? <sighs> She's like, I worked really hard on those. Well, I mean, I mean, Riley worked really hard on them, and then I made them shiny, and... Lav, I'm, I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah, but what if he scratches them? 
Well, then I guess just me and Riley I appreciate very much that they look nice. You know I do. But I, I, I think this is a case of function over form. True, true. I, I, they need to be able to do what they were meant to do. Yes. I also like the idea Lav thinks fighting with them won't scratch them up. <laughs> yeah, Fio didn't, didn't want to play that card. As Fio finishes saying this to Lav, he puts his uh, lunch in his bag and heads off to his first day of his new job. Oh, Jesus Christ. What's what's the company from Portal? Aperture Science. Yes, he's going to work for Aperture Science. No, I just imagine like their whole greeting spiel at this place is the same. Theo heads off to his first day as security at the Mardok Foundation. Uh, he does know that today won't be like really doing the work. This is more meeting people and filling out paperwork and getting all of that stuff sorted. Cool. So, I'm guessing you go by. I do. So as you walk through the lobby, you see the same woman sitting behind the secretary's desk. Um, And as you walk through, you then see Jethro, head of security for the Mardok Foundation and captain of the Neighborhood Watch hunting organization, come out. We need to make a nickname for the Neighborhood Watch. Why? Why? I don't know. Needs a nickname. No, it doesn't. Why does everything need a nickname with you? It's the notch now. No, it doesn't. I feel like there's no way to give it a nickname that doesn't sound dumb. You sound dumb. I mean, be that as it may. Hi, Theo. I'm glad you could make it. Yeah, uh, it's good to see you, Jethro. Um, so, yeah, let's just get started, I guess. Uh, why don't you come, I'll introduce you to the rest of the staff here. Uh, and then show you a little tour of the place before we fill out the paperwork. Oh, sure, that'd be great. And so he leads you back um, from the lobby into a little hallway that uh, right near it opens the door to a little break room uh, air type of area. There's like a fridge and a microwave and a table. And uh, he sees a bunch of people milling about um, eating cake as he enters. Was it somebody's birthday? Jethro goes, Oh, one of our employees left uh, a couple days ago, and this is leftover cake from there. That's a going-away party. Uh, multiple people didn't communicate and decided to bring in cake, and here we are. Cool. Now you have three-day-old cake. This cake is actually, um, fresh. Someone missed the day of the... <sighs> missed the day that they were leaving and brought in a little late. <laughs> So, uh, let me introduce you to everyone. So first, this is Rebecca. She's our office manager and another captain the Neighborhood Watch. Uh, and you see a 30-something-year-old woman with short black hair stand up and go, Hi, nice to meet you. Hi, I- I'm Theo. It's nice to meet you, too. And you guys shake hands. Yeah, it gives her a hearty handshake. Okay, she returns it. Surprisingly hearty. Wow. Jethro then goes, uh, and here we have our head of uh, the medical personnel here. Um, and a woman stands up wearing a uh, simple kind of white lab coat, besides that dressed kind of professionally. She's, uh, uh, to describe her, uh, just kind of imagine the mom from Doc McStuffins. <laughs> yes! <laughs> and, and you have her. Oh my god. She goes, hi, I'm Grace, and... Head of medical personnel sounds a 
little over the top. It's just me and one other person. <laughs> well, it's nice to meet you. I'm Theo. Nice to meet you. Uh, and then Jethro goes, and um, I believe you already have met Leo. And you see Leo, who I've described before, leaning back in a chair with a giant piece of cake in front of him. Oh, God. I guess he could use the calories. Yeah, no, he looks like he could eat that cake and gain zero weight. Not an ounce. God. Leo uh, coughs a little bit when Jethro says that. He goes, all right, Leo here is part of our R&D department. And Leo goes, mm-hmm. And Jethro goes, god damn it, Leo, you're an idiot. Leo is the head of our R&D department and head of our motor pool department. Motor pool? Both of which he is the only member of, and the motor pool department mostly consists of him fixing Mr. Mardock's car every now and then. Uh, Leo stands up and goes, a pleasure. Cool. Uh, Leo goes, man, you almost seem not impressed with my titles. Who would have guessed? <laughs> I mean, when they're explained like that, can you blame me? Leo just shrugs like agreeing with you, and sits back down with his cake. Jethro goes, Um, if you'd like, you can get a piece of cake before we go see the rest of the building. Like I've said, Theo will never deny f free food. He could have, somebody could offer him, like, free train chowder, which, by the way, my father has eaten, and he'd still what? take it. What's train chowder? It's chowder that they serve you on a train. That seems like the biggest gamble you can take with your life. <laughs> yeah. My dad's taking it. Is he okay? He's also eaten mall goat. <laughs> that sounds like an awesome fucking band. <laughs> mall goat! <laughs> he regular... Train Chowder also sounds like a great band name. Yeah. He, um... I told you about what... No, 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 no. No, 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 no I, no, I, I, I don't, don't want to distract us anymore. Train Chowder's the, the album name. I don't want to distract us anymore. Fio will take the cake. Okay, Fio eats cake. Uh, as you do, a, another person enters the break room. Um, they're a tall, probably late 20s, early 30s, Middle Eastern Arab gentleman with a this long carved, somewhere between a walking stick and a staff that seems to have different animals carved onto it. And Jethro goes, Oh, I almost forgot. Um, Fio, this is Mustafa. He's our part-time hire for arcane research. Moose, 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 moose. Jacob, you can't let anyone ever call him that. He he reaches out his hand and says, uh, Don't worry, you can just call me Moose. Damn it! Moose, 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 moose. I'm Theo, it's Wow, it's really it's stereotypical of a Minnesotan to be chanting moose. Fuck. <laughs> Well, you do have them in your DNA, so. Apparently, I mean, I'm Swedish and I'm from Minnesota. Okay, I know I just said no more tangents, but I have to right now. There's something important that happened today. How? There were some very friendly, not very knowledgeable about history women that were smiling and looking around the store. And when my coworker asked them where they were from, they said Minnesota. And I was like, yep, got it in one. <laughs> Yeah, we're friendly. We talk too much. We're very excited about new things because we don't have them where we're from. <laughs> Nothing new happens in Minnesota. 
dude, the biggest deal in the past 10 years in my life in Minnesota was when the MOA dropped Camp Snoopy, which means they no longer paid Snoopy royalties to have it be Camp Snoopy, went to the, the amusement park of the MOA, and then, then became Nickelodeon Universe. I, that was the drama that should be, of my childhood. That should be Minnesota's slogan. Minnesota, where things go to end. That's about right. Anyway, does Vio shake Moose's hand? He'll shake his hand, yeah. This I would like to make clear in case you keep this in. His name was already... His nickname was already determined to be Moose. <laughs> and it is... I will tell you now, it is because... uh. A lot of white people either forget or mispronounce his name, so he just shortened it for them. Jesus. To just make it simpler for everyone involved. Yep. Anyway. They probably just called him Mufasa. Yeah, there was a lot of calling him Mufasa, too. I read his name, and I read Mufasa every single time. Jesus. No, Mustafa. I think Mustafa. Anyway. Mustafa's a very beautiful name. Mustafa. Mustafa. Jacob wanted to name one of our children that, and I refuse. It sounds like they should be silhouetted against the moon on the top of a dune in a desert. So, we have about ten minutes of usable podcast so far. Out <laughs> we of got 20. a good, a good, slightly more. Actually, no, at a little less than fifty percent. So, does Fio just have some cake? Is there any discussions he has, or just skip ahead to the tour? He'll just have some cake. Okay, everyone just chats a bit. Um, after. Fio finishes his cake. Uh, Jethro starts showing him around the place. As you saw before, he shows you the door to his office, where you can find him most of the time, when he's there and not out doing hunter business. He also shows you Leo's little experimentation laboratory, where he develops stuff. Uh, he shows you this um, locked storage room, filled with different equipment, both for just normal stuff, along with Stuff that could be used for hunting, like steaks and other things like that. Uh, you also notice there is a big safe door embedded in the floor of this room. Guns, 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 guns. Cool. Uh, does Fio ask about it or does Fio just take note of it? Fio will just take note of it. Okay. Fio, Fio feels like they would bring it up if it was important. That's fair. Dritho shows you an office area where... Just average office stuff is done to make this place run. And you don't really know what else they do for the hunting side of things. And then he shows you a little medical slash just normal area. It has a couple beds that can easily be fitted to have like IVs set up and monitoring equipment set up next to them. But could also just work as normal beds for people to sleep on. And yeah, that is about it for the place so then jethro invites you back to his office um and you guys honestly just fill pretty basic paperwork you give him your social security number and like proof and like id slash passport you sign the thing that every business should have a lot to saying like you won't do certain things you understand the policies of the place um you do have to sign something though that is a NDA for some stuff. Uh, they have the right to invoke an NDA on anything you see there. NDA is non-disclosure agreement. That's true. That that's good to mention. Uh, mainly just because they are partially a front for hunter organizations, and there's some stuff that either 
either to protect the people there's privacy or even something as simple as them developing some new technology they don't want just spread out. Through filling out the paperwork, you realize what the Marduk Foundation actually does. Uh, it is not a tech company, as Fio's been telling everyone. It's technically a non-profit, whose idea is they collect money and raise awareness and help provide stuff to underserved communities. Cool. Yeah, so that exposition out of the way, is there anything particular Fio asks or does while there? Um... Not that I can think of. Fio's not too comfortable with these people yet. Not like, he's not uncomfortable with them, but like, he's not too familiar with them. Makes sense. So yeah, before he leaves, Jethro does give him a holster for his firearm when he comes back. And he also gives him, he also says when he comes back, he can go to talk to Jethro and get um any equipment he might need for being a security guard. Cool. And yeah. Oh, actually one thing he's handed is he is handed a list of people uh, with names and some of them with pictures. These are the people you can just let into the building without making them drop off weapons first. Oh, that's the opposite of what I thought the list was. Yeah, I thought it was like a list of people who are not allowed in the Never building. Never let these people in this building no matter what. No, they actually do not have a list for that. But that being said, as I mentioned before, right past the front door, there is a metal detector and an area where the security sits. So their idea is that you don't let anyone with possible weaponry or anything pass there. Cool. And of course, anyone seeming suspicious to call Jethro and ask about it. Yeah. But he is giving a lift which includes about uh, 25 members of the Neighborhood Watch. Along with, he notices all the members of the Joyful Mourners crew oh, are wow. also on the list. Cool. And I think that's about Detective it. Detective Malone? She's part of the Neighborhood Watch. Oh, technically she is, yeah. He recognizes a couple names of people from the Neighborhood Watch who he, who he's met before, like Detective Malone. Yeah. Also on the list is the people he saw give speeches after... April Fool's Day, so includes Detective Lee from the head of the Special Cases Task Force. It includes Wanda, who is the head of the Ascending Ones, and also Guy, who is the head of the Union, along with members of a couple organizations he doesn't really recognize. I, I want to check something, just so I'm clear. Yes. Um, because, obviously, you know, it makes sense why this would happen. But, like, I want to make sure we straight this out now, so if it can be used for comedic purposes later. Did Damien remember to put his own name on the list, or did he just assume that the security guards would get it? Um, he... you see no Damien Mardock on the list. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. I don't expect it'll come up, but I just wanted to clear it out now in case I thought of something funny with it. He does see a picture of a pug... With the name Bucket and says assistant to Mr. Mardock next to the name. Fio just goes like, Jethro, is this some kind of joke? Um, Jethro goes, oh no, um, Bucket is actually a member of the Neighborhood Watch. He's, uh, he was magically awakened. Oh, like, so like has... Detective Malone's dog. Exactly, they were actually rescued from the same place. 
Cool. Cool. You look down, you also see Detective Malone's dog is on the list. <laughs> oh my god. How many talking dogs are there in, uh, in the city? I mean, I don't know about all of them. I know there's probably at least ten. That's a lot of talking dogs. Do you know how many dogs are in Boston? I know, but like, I know proportionately it's probably not, but considering that, you know, yesterday my number of talking dogs was one, and like a couple weeks ago it was zero. Um, Jethro shrugs and says, at a certain point wasn't your number of werewolves and vampires also zero? I guess so. But I understand how it might be a little off-putting. I honestly do not know why Mr. Marduk put the dogs on, because you can't frisk them <laughs> for weapons. <laughs> That's a good point. Jethro just kind of shrugs and goes, Mr. Marduk is a bit of, can be a bit of an eccentric person. I'm starting to get that 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 understanding, yeah. He he just kind of nods. Just be prepared for that. And uh, yeah, anything else you'd like to do? No, no, that's enough. Um, so we cut to Lavender. Lavender, you get a call on your phone, and you look it is from Riley. Hi, Riley. How's it going? Oh, I'm good. How are you? So good. How is that uh chainmail set you were doing? I know it's a little hard to do like different colors of chainmail in the right pattern. It's a pain in the butt for me. Yeah, you know it's a little difficult, especially since I tend not to work on armor pieces. But you know, I'm getting the hang of it. Of course you are. You're super talented. Oh, thank you. Oh, so I remember you talked to me a little bit ago about wanting some work to maybe get some extra cash. Of course. Um, so I don't, I can't do quite that. I'm really sorry about that. But, um, I, I, I haven't... I honestly will do it for the experience. I want to learn how to do armor and arms so bad. Okay, well, I have an idea. Uh, when can you stop by the shop? When can she... <laughs> <laughs> when can't she stop by the shop? Oh Maybe this is yes and. You can say any time. I'll say sure. 15 minutes? Oh, yes, that's perfect. <sighs> okay, oh. I'm on my way. So Lavender goes down. Closes the chinchilla's cage, double checks that they're both in there, and then leaves. Okay. <laughs> uh, they're both in there right now. That just For reminded now. me of... Uh... You look back and one's gone, and Ruby just immediately went, no! Um, Seriously, with my baby rats right now, after the loss of our dear, dear asshole Ryan, I'm now, like, extra paranoid about losing the babies. So you go down to the shop, and as usual, Riley's not at the front counter, but there's the bell there. Yoo-hoo! Um, so you ring the little bell on the counter, and, um... Very quickly, you see Riley come out from behind the car and go, Okay, I'm so happy you're here. I'm, you're here. I have great... I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just really excited. Okay, now I'm really, really excited too. Because if you're excited, that means it's really good because I trust your judgment. Oh, that's so sweet. No, you're so sweet. No, and anyway, we, I can't get caught. We can't do that again. again. Jinx. Um, I know how this sounds, but I can't give you pay, but I can pay you an experience. Now, I know everyone says that to artists. It's not what I, not how it usually means. Riley, I've been working with you for weeks. I 100% trust you. Okay. Well, I may have an opportunity for an apprenticeship. And I can't pay you at first, but once you get the hang of it and I've taught you enough, and then you can possibly do extra jobs with me and I will be willing to pay you for them. 
Flat what do you think? starts crying, and she's like, really? You can't pick me for an apprentice? Of course. Oh, here you go. She takes out, like, a... She takes out a slightly dirty from, like, soot handkerchief and hands it to you. She just takes it. It's like, of course I want to work with you! Like, crying super hard. Oh, I'm I'm so I'm so happy. Oh, Are you okay? I'm so happy. These are happy tears. She goes, okay. Well, um, I know you're busy and you're going to be starting a new show soon, as you told me. So I was I thinking. I still don't know what it is. They haven't told me. Well, that's annoying. Anyway, um, I was thinking we could just kind of work around this. Be a part-time thing to work around your schedule. Of course, of course, I'm. I'm here's my current schedule when I'm free and when I'm not free. Um, she opens up her phone. I can share this Google Calendar with you. This is not a Google Drive ad. I'm just used to using shit like that. So I can share you my calendar and then we can schedule from there. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, I think I'm calmed down enough. But yeah, no, I'm okay, so happy. Okay, would you like happy. some water? No, no, I'm fine. I I'm so happy you're ha- you 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 have, you want to take me as an apprentice. Well, you've, I mean, you're an artist already, you've done, you know, not metal, but other versions of weapons for stuff, and you've just seemed so excited about it. I, you don't even, you're, you're one of my heroes. This is the best. Oh, she I'm starts, so she happy. Starts, her eyes start welling oh, no, up no, a little you bit. you need the tissue. Don't, don't worry, I got another one. It's also just a sit cupboard. Yeah, no. And then Rochelle walks in, and it's just the two of them crying. I was about to say, Um, Riley's wife, Rochelle, walks in and just sees the two of them crying. Uh, so. (laughs) Lav has an apprenticeship. Awesome! And you can add to Lav's sheet two dots in the mentor merit for free. Great, I have to reformat her fucking sheet. Now I'm excited. I love her so much! Blacksmith mom is mom. So, after after that, so a couple of days after Theo does the tour and meets everyone at the Mardok Foundation, he gets a call from Omar. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Theo, Theo actually says that as he looks down. He's just, he goes like, oh, Christ. Hey! Hey, uh, what's up? Um, not much. You? Oh, um, um, not much. I'm I'm actually pretty free. I I was asking uh if you want to maybe go out again. I had a fun time. Hello, you still there, Fio? Yeah. Uh Can I meet up with you to talk about something? Sure. Ominous, but sure. Yeah. Uh when? Um does tomorrow work for you? Yeah. Cool. Cool. He just kind of hangs up. Yeah. So does Theo do anything to prepare before he meets Omar the next day? He goes, nailed it! No, I'm joking. Um, no, uh, do you, you mean like emotionally or physically? I mean, whatever. Anything you want to do before we go to that scene. He just hypes himself up for it. Oh, Tell us what Theo hyping himself up is like. And tell me if Lav <laughs> walks in on that shit. Um, he, he does the classic, you know, he stares at himself in the mirror and he's like, you can do this. You got this. You can do this. He probably doesn't care that much. Sure, he called you. That 
probably doesn't mean anything. And then uh, Theo walks out the door as Eye of the Tiger plays. Jesus. It's the this remix of eye of the tiger was brought to you by the muppets apparently a broken stereo that peters out at the end hey i'm great at sound effects so you go to a coffee shop and you see Omar there, waiting for you. Fear just goes... <sighs> he's gonna he's gonna go inside. Okay. Go over to Omar's table. Is Omar at a table? Yeah. Yeah, he'll sit down. So, what ominous bad thing did you want to talk to me about? Um... Look. You're really cool. I've had a lot of fun, but I don't think... But I... I'm not looking for a relationship right now? No, that's not it. Okay. Sorry, I shouldn't have cut you off. Wow, is Omar just me? This casual thing, I thought I could make it work, but I, I can't. Oh. Okay. That's not the only issue. Right. I don't think we should keep doing this. All right. Uh, I had fun with that's how you feel. I understand. Yeah. Uh, I just want to be clear. This, you didn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. That's what they all say. Cool. You didn't do anything wrong, Omar. I'm not scared of your bird collection, Omar. No, I'm not afraid of your button drawer. Turns out the button drawer is like an entire fucking dresser drawer just filled with buttons. How did you How did you have that detail ready, Ruby? Jacob, tell I me right you now. You were like, it turns out the button drawer is a thing was something that was pre-established. It's something you had just made up on the spot. Jacob, tell me quickly, does Ruby have a bird collection and a button drawer? I have a horse collection. And a yarn drawer. Those are disturbingly close. Um, I, oh, 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 I have a needle drawer. Oh my God. But those uh, are needles for sewing and knitting. Yeah, Fear sure just goes are. like, I'm sorry. He goes, yeah, no, it's fine. Uh, if you don't want to continue, then we won't continue. It's your choice. Um, he just kind of gets up and grabs coffee and goes, I'll see you around. Okay. I'll see you around. And he leaves. Someone walks up to you. Hi, can I get you anything? Some dignity. <laughs> no. No, no one has the power to give him that. Some decency? No. Slow. He wouldn't understand that if somebody tried to give him that. True. Uh. No, I'm okay. I'll... Okay. Uh, he just gets up and goes. Uh, okay. Have a good day. Uh, you too. Alright, where does, uh, Theo go? He goes home. Just goes home, head hung low. Yeah, he's unhappy. He walks in, laughs crying, holding one of the chinchillas. <laughs> just ignores her, goes to his room. I don't think she notices. <laughs> wow. 
Not like I think I think when she she only notices when he closes the door and then she's like, "You all right, Theo?" He just doesn't respond. Lav bakes cookies. Like that that's Lav's go-to response for most situations. She bakes cookies and then she takes a bowl of ice cream, puts the cookies on top, puts a cup of milk next to it. She knocks on his door. There's a snack, and it's going to melt if you don't grab it, so you better grab it in about five minutes. But there's a snack for you, and I think you should have it. And then she goes to her room. After closing the chinchilla door, making sure they're both in there. Alright, you're pretty sure they're both in there? Pretty sure? She makes absolutely sure. Theo checks the chinchilla cage when he goes for a snack. So he opens the door? Yeah, he's planning on, like, a quick (laughs) hit and run. You see one of the chinchillas has its face buried in the ice cream. Gonna it's gonna it. die! He's gonna take it out. Chinchillas are lactose intolerant! He just goes, no, 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 that's not for you. Alright, you look, it doesn't look like you actually got to it much. <laughs> At least you're not drowning in the milk. He's gonna put it back in the cage. Okay. <laughs> it's sibling looks off. We still haven't named them. Twitter! Name our chinchillas! Tweet at us! So yeah, then you grab the ice cream and stuff. Yeah. Then I run back to my room. <laughs> Scamper's back. Yeah. It's like a it's like a squirrel grabbing food, just The next time Lav off. leaves her room, she just sees the empty bowl and the glass in the counter and the bowl is still sort of like shaking from being put down so quickly. <laughs> Feeling any Grandpa. better? Just no response. Alright, well dinner dinner'll be ready in an hour. Love's gonna leave him food. You turn around for a second, turn back, and the plate's gone. Jeez, he's fast. <laughs> Didn't you know? Yeah. Grief gives you speed. Why do you think the flash is so fast? Jesus. <laughs> Dark flash jokes! I love it! This podcast just got better. That's what we were missing. Those niche, depressing flash jokes. Anyway, uh, so how long does Theo just stay in his room? Probably the day. Okay. Probably his work the next day. <laughs> okay, so he goes to work? Yeah, he'll go to work. Lab okay. texts him to ask him what's up. Uh. Because he doesn't need to talk to him, her in person, but if he's, like, in danger or something, she'd like to know. And if sure. he's feeling down, she'd also like to know to help him feel better. He'll tell her. He just goes, like, I broke up with Omar. Oh, hon, I'm sorry. It's okay. I know that's not fun. He just says, it's okay. It didn't really seem like it affected him at all. And do you feel good about that? You're not upset? <laughs> he leaves that on red. <laughs> just no response? Yeah, he just has, he, well, has, he has no way to respond to that. <laughs> I can understand where you're coming from. And I know this is hard no matter what. So if you need anything, just shout. Thank you. I mean, you can literally just shout. We're in the same apartment right now. Thank you. Accidentally texts Winky Face. She texts Winky Face back. God. Theo doesn't realize he texts you. Why is she texting me a Winky Face? That's weird. <laughs> yeah, why is she winking at me? And then he realizes. Yeah. She's like, oh. oh, he winked at me. Oh, what have I done? Oh, no. No, no, no. It was an accident. There's no way. He's heartbroken and confused. Uh, Lav just thinks he reacts to heartbreak the, the similar way she does. Yeah. 
Um, by accidentally texting emojis. Yes, that's it. No. Theo goes to work. Immediately, he walks in and Jose goes, What's wrong? <laughs> what? Kumiko comes out and goes, Jose, what's wrong with Theo? Fomar is no more. How, how did you do that? <laughs> Which one does he say it to? He says it to Jose. <laughs> he shrugs. You look down. I'll be and fine. And we hadn't talked a ton lately. I'll I'll be okay. Uh, Omar and I broke up. Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. It's okay. Omar and you what? As um, Danny and Diana pop up from behind the bar. Though <laughs> <laughs> so I have a plan. <laughs> Kunako goes. Yeah, I'm sorry, buddy. Uh, and they see her whisper something to Jose. Romeo, with plus composure, too. See if you can hear what she says. Okay, in between see. with roles? We've had them before. It's not a totally I'm joking. alien concept. Uh, let's see here. Okay. That's five dice. And what the hell? I'll spend a willpower point. When else am I going to do a roll in an in-between? What's the difficulty? Six. I botch. Yeah, you just sudden, <laughs> suddenly blinded death. Wait, I didn't roll enough how dice. How do I do this? Hold on, I didn't roll enough dice. I don't know how, but I was like, I spend a willpower point. That equals one die, right? Okay, I don't botch. Oh. I only get one success, but I don't botch. Okay, you hear something, something, Omar, and Jose shrugs. Oh, who is Omar? They don't know who he is. He met them. I'm sure that's not it. If it is that, though, that is very funny. <laughs> so, as this happens, you see the door to the club fly open, and Danny, Diana come in. And Diana goes, What's up, bitches? Oh my god. And Danny goes, Who's ready to get laid? Oh my god. And they all just stare at them. <laughs> Fear just goes like, What? Danny goes, Well, you didn't like my our new entrance idea? Uh... You know what? Diana? Perfectly great. No notes. Danny. She takes a little bow. <laughs> wow, they're just anime characters. Who's ready to get laid? Yeah. No. What? Why not? You gotta take that one back and rework it. What? What? what what's wrong with it? We don't have sex every time you show up. Yeah, but that's why I'm here, to help you guys get laid. That's my job in this friend group. But it... That implies he's gonna fuck them. <laughs> but... It's like incest. That's not... I don't always want to have sex when I hang out with you. Yeah, but you look depressed, and so I thought that would be the perfect way to cheer you up. Oh my god, that boy! I, I I don't know what to say to you. <laughs> Fine, I'll, I'll rework it. It's It was a good thought. So why are you sad, buddy? Uh, Omar and I broke up. They both nod, then all the friends look around and Diane goes, Okay, I gotta ask, who's Omar? Y you met him. When? At the St. Patrick's Day party? Wait, you remember that night?
the only one. She looks around and everyone kind of, kind of shrugs. I feel like, kind of, like, fuzzy. Oh my god. Because if you remember, after that, they all drunkly walked over to Theo's house and all passed out in yeah. his living room. Kuniko, you oh were there god. when I met him. Kuniko goes, am I supposed to remember every single person we meet? You've seen him on multiple occasions. When? You were there when I met him. You saw him on St. Patrick's Day. Okay, so one time. And I then talked the time about him. Are... When? I've talked about him before. Jose, you were you you were you were there one time when Lav was pressuring me to talk to him. Oh right. Was that the night I was like doing stuff with with Blake? Yes. Oh, who was he? Oh my god. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Danny goes, wait, wait, wait. I figured out. He was your secret boyfriend. Danny, the mere fact that I said we broke up should have clued you into that immediately. Touche. Theo, <laughs> touche. I'm actually crying. Because, uh, yeah. Most of the charmers have only met him once slash kinda twice. God. To be fair, Kunoko met him during a mission. You met, like, three other people. Yeah. Months ago. I think she remembers the vampire you fought a bit more. Yep. Danny goes, anyway, Jose, five drinks. I don't know if I should. I'm on the job. Come on. Just a beer? Okay, just a beer. Jose takes out five beers for each of them, and Danny holds up and says, To being single, and friends to support you. Hip hip hooray! Is they Danny all... single? No. He's dating Gloria, right? Last you, last laugh Last we know. Yeah. I'm, I will also say, none of the charmers have really seen, I'm actually gonna say some point during the night, Kunako is gonna go. So, when did you and Omar break up? Uh, wasn't it, like, yesterday at this point? It was a couple of days ago, yeah. Yeah, like a couple of days ago. Oh. Well, I've been so quiet before that, then. What do you... You've seemed kind of conf- lost and haven't really been talking to us at all. Like, for, like, a couple weeks now. If you're just giving you space. Oh. Uh... I've kind of known that breaking up with him was something I had to do for a little while. Oh god, I don't know what you should roll because I don't think Fio's lying. I think Fio's just forgetting. <laughs> or Kale might be forgetting. No, I remember the other thing with his mom, too. Well, his mom and his dad. Yeah. Okay, roll me manipulation plus subterfuge, then. Because, yeah, Omar and everything was part of it. Yeah, but that was recent. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Manipulation? Oh my god. Plus subterfuge, you said? Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. I guess I'll spend a willpower point. Okay. That gets it up to three dice. Woo. Holy shit! I fail. <laughs> wow, that went a very different direction than I thought. Yeah, no. I knew he was I thought I was though. watching, but no, I, I got a success. It just gets cancelled out by the one. Okay. Kuniko kind of gives him a look and goes, well, 
If there's anything else you want to talk about, just yeah, there is. Here. I'm sorry. Um... <laughs> I like it how he just breaks right away. Yeah, immediately. <laughs> just done. Uh, yeah, my dad was a hunter like me, and um, he's he's guilty. Oh, yeah, I can see how that'd be um confusing to deal with. Yeah, and uh, I told my mom that I'm doing what dad used to do, and she got really upset. Was She accepted did... it in the end. Oh. But, uh, I... you know how much I don't, I hate stressing her out. Yeah, but, Pio, you gotta remind yourself that's not your job to keep her happy all the time. I guess so. No, no, Theo, look at me. It's not your job. You are your own person, and doing what you think is right and keeping yourself ha happy and healthy is just as important. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say they sit in silence for a little bit. Uh, and Kumuku goes, Theo, have you ever thought about seeing someone and talking about this stuff with them? What do you mean? Like a professional. Why would I... What? I mean, you've been... You're dealing with a lot of stress right now. And a lot of... Like, guilt, it seems. With stressing your mom out and... All that. Just... I don't know. Maybe talking to, like, a professional would help. Yeah, that's what... I got you guys. Theo, do you really think a licensed... Experienced... Therapist is... The same level as Danny? Theo! Oh! 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 Whew. Kunika won Theo nil! <laughs> I knew it. I'm so glad to hear this boy is gonna be getting therapy. Well, let's see, but. At least the seed has been planted! Yes. He goes, well, no, I mean, I've got you, and Jose, and Lavender, and Danny helps uh me get drunk! Yeah. That's called alcoholism. That's uh, the healthy response. That's what all the media tells you you should do when you're sad. <laughs> Get drunk never played off as a bad thing. <laughs> Listen, it's just an idea. Obviously, it's your choice. I can't force you to see anyone. But, um, just think about it. Okay. Plus, you got that swanky new job. They probably give you insurance. Oh, shit. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Anyway, having someone, you know, who has experience slash no expectations or anything can sometimes help, I hear. I've I've talked to some people who've seen them and they seem to help, so it's just an idea. Ruby supports therapy 110%. I'll think about it. Alright. For now, you work your shift and later we get drunk. And she holds up the a beer for it to clink. Yeah, he clinks it. And yeah. So, the next day, Lavender has an idea on how to cheer Theo up. Remember? Hey, Theo. Yeah, Lav? I've got a surprise for you. Okay. Come on, get in the car. Get in the car? Uh, okay. It's an adventure. Yeah, uh, okay. Come on, come on. Sure. Okay. 
Theo's Bring your money. Driver's seat or passenger seat? It's my car. I'm going to drive. Bring my money? Bring your money. Okay, sure. Theo, very confused. Theo was understandably. like... Theo was like... Kind of on board with the surprise, but then his stinginess kicked in when she said, bring your money. (laughs) Incredible. Um, (laughs) Lav drives them to a strip club. No, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Oh, that would have been a good twist. Uh, Oh oh my god. (laughs) See, Lav definitely would if they were closer. Yeah. They don't have that, quite that type of friendship right now. They're not that close yet. I don't know if it's a necessarily, like, has to do with closeness, or, like, it's more like just, that is just not their friendship. That's what I was yeah. thinking. It's more, that's just not their friendship. Yeah. She would totally take Ben to a strip club. Oh, they have. That's their friendship. They have gone to that. Yeah. But anyway. We cut to a flashback. God. Uh, no, she drives him to the market. They're going shopping. You mean the supernatural lace bazaar below the city? The fancy market! We need to make, like, a... A ruby lexicon. And the first one is just supernatural, a term... No, no. The first one is fancy, a term for the supernatural. (laughs) Yeah. Werewolves. Fancy dogs. That's what they are! Vampires are fancy bats. Jesus. Um, what else is there? Anyway, um, so... Changelings are fancy nightmares. So anyway, to remind the audience, as part of talking to the loom, (coughs) both Lavender and Theo have a extra $500 they insist... So, after talking... After talking to the loom, both Lavender and Theo each have $500 they can spend on can spend on different equipment to help them hunt, along with some money of their own now that they both have a low extra cash, especially Theo now since he started his second job. And Jacob will open up the thing he forgot to share with you guys. Bitch. Before this. Bench? I called him a bitch. I called him a bench. What's a bench? It's... Is it a bitch bench? It's basically a bitch. It's a it's, weird way of saying bitch. It's 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 great to just descend though. Be like bitch, bench, bonch, bench. That's literally part of the second siren songs. Is you doing something exactly like that? Bench, bonch, bench, bonch, bonch, bench, bench, bonch, bonch, bench, bonch. I've shared with you guys a series of tables listing cost of different magic items. Is all categorized with a plus with a bonus the duration, and the cost, and you can kind of decide what type of bonus it is to. For example, potions are just like, plus one for one scene costs $150. That plus one can be to almost anything. It can be to a, like your speed, your strength, your stealth, something like that. And yeah, there is a list for magic items, potions, weapons, armor, and then specialized Ooh. stuff that doesn't have tables. For are it. we in a new month? I'm gonna get you are yes. Both okay. of you guys have five hundred dollars from your jobs and five hundred dollars for equipment from the loot. Ooh, I'm gonna get so a thousand. I'm gonna get armor. Yeah. Okay. Uh, on the second page, it has armor. Yeah, I'm gonna get the five hundred cost. Okay. 
Are you getting the 500 neck, the 500 body versus melee, or the 500 body versus bullets? I'm going to get the 500 body versus melee. Okay. So that because is... Because not every monster, but the majority of monsters we've fought have not pulled a gun on me. True. So, Theo, you go talk to Rick, the member of the union who sells armor, and he has something for you. It is a mix of hard leather with a thin letter of small chainmail between them. Does it come in pink? It does not. Damn it! I can... It is a little... You can wear it under a jacket and conceal it, or theoretically a shirt, but it would definitely show a bit under just, like, a shirt. Fia, you know I can make anything pink. Uh, it is plus two melee for your body, and will slowly break over time, and you'll have to pay for it to get repaired. Thank you, I owe you my life. So yeah, there's either that, or you could get the heavier stuff or lighter stuff that you can conceal more. That's fine. Okay, so it is a simple, like, looks like a hard leather-like chest piece. Yeah. And gives you plus two defense versus melee attacks. Cool. Uh, Lavender, is there anything you want to look into? Yes, there is. There are two things I want to look into, but the first one's more complex, so I'll go with that. I want something that can either... (laughs) Yeah. I don't think I have a table for that. Okay. <laughs> well played, for, for Jacob. Reals. Well played. For reals, um, I want something that can either see magic or see through illusions. I will say, you can get a item like, that will give you a plus one to rolls to see through illusions. Not just identify if magical. Th- I want. I want detect magic, kinda. That will be expensive. Damn. Over a thousand? I think so. Alright. Because that's pretty powerful. Because he's used illusions on us, right? Um, I don't know if he has. Damn it. Yeah, I don't think he actually has. He's He's gone into your dreams to manipulate you, but yeah, he's... I don't think he's used illusions in the real world. He certainly, he certainly duped us before, but... Shit, then my idea doesn't work. Which admittedly, not hard. Lav and Fio are very stupid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's not really an accomplishment on his part. Yeah. You can poss- Yeah, I think it would cost more than a thousand to get something that lets you see magic. That would be expensive, considering that is a plus three merit that you can only get at character creation. True. Alrighty then, um... But there's magic items that give you bonuses, potions, weapons, armor, and then specialized... What are throwing knives? Hmm? Those are Like, what weapons. do you roll? You Well, with your merit, you would roll dexterity plus weaponry. Okay. So, um... Here's, uh, weapons. Yeah, I'm looking. How much would a couple of throwing knives cost? Um, depends if you want them silver and cold iron or not, or just normal steel. Either way, they would be a plus one weapon. Okay. How about one silver, one cold iron, and then like three normal? Well, each cold iron or silver one costs $600. Holy shit! Is the same thing as your 
cord iron combat knife. I was thinking, like, the little knives. Yeah, they're still handmade. True. They're, they, they're the same. From someone making them standpoint, is just a different process, but it's the same. It would take the same amount of work to make one of those and balance it as it would to make and balance a normal knife. True. Uh, normal just steel ones would cost you 200 a piece. From down here, you And how much does armor cost? Let me see armor. Here's the armor table. Okay. Body armor. This is why I gave you guys the table so you guys could look at it and decide yourselves. (laughs) Okay. I'm good with the uh, armor, by the way. I'm gonna buy plus two body armor. Or plus two body armor against melee. Okay, like Fio. And like Fio. And then I'm going to spend the rest of my money... On throwing knives. Okay. So, um, let's see. Normal steel ones? Yeah. So, like VO, it's this kind of hard leather body armor. You can wear it under a shirt, but it's going to show that you're Did wearing something. Did he buy 500 or th- the 1,000? He bought the plus two. Okay, so he has 500 left. Yes. He's but keeping you that. can wear a jacket over it and probably conceal it. So Does that sound good? Yeah. Okay, so you have plus So we have two. 600 left, right? Fio used his 500 money from the loom, right? Mm-hmm. Y- Caleb? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I also realized I said 500 money, not $500. <laughs> How do you know we use dollars in this world? Yeah, you're, it could be like Star Wars where it's like Republic credits. So you just spent fi- your 500 loom money, yes. I'm guessing, on your armor? <laughs> 500 loom okay. bucks. So you guys have matching armor. Ah, uh, buddies! I'm gonna say if you're buying three throwing can knives, can I buy it? Can I buy the armor from um? Wait, wait, Riley builds armor, right? Not really. Oh damn it! She does weapons. Does she have throw? Can I buy throwing knives from her? Maybe. I mean, I'm just gonna tell you now. Riley does. You see on True. the sheet, Riley does special weapons per order. Riley does not make money selling real-life, like, knives and shit. True. Uh, you can buy them from Bill, though. Alright. Uh, so you walk up to the Jack Rabbit with a scar over his eye. And an eye patch. I put down a new costume design for him. And I'm telling him what I'm buying. Uh, are you trying to get a deal on your- what you're buying for the costume design? Or does Lav just want him to have it? I mean, she'll make a deal- if he wants her to make it. But, like, she just wants him to have it. Okay. Do I, Do you want me to ro- I'll fucking roll. Alright, roll me. Manipulation plus persuasion. Not not art skills again? No. You're persuading him. Shit. Okay, um... Manipulation... Three. Persuasion. Three. Does adorable help? No. Damn it! Three successes. Okay. Uh, I'll say he'll make a deal with you that, um... Does stunning looks help? No. Damn it. Uh, he's a rabbit. Which is, I think, what I told you last time you talked to him and tried to use stunning looks. <laughs> um, Rabbits can appreciate pretty people. I know, I just said that. I It was wrong when I said it. So, you did roll well, though. So I'm going to say that throwing knives are usually $200. That he'll make a deal with you and give you three for 500. Awesome. 
Great. So Laugh has zero money left. I have zero money. But you have plus two defense versus melee, which brings up to four. I realize plus four in defense is... Plus two for defense is actually pretty damn good in this game. Anyway, and then you have three throwing knives along with your arsenal of other weapons. Um, no. Theo, is there anything else you'd uh, like to buy? The rest buy, of or... his money is going to be split between uh, sending some of it to his mom and uh, saving up to get rid of and replace his dad's car. Okay, understandable. So, I now have... I own five more knives. Five more knives. Three. Three more knives. I, I don't know knife numbers. I li- Lavender four knives, McGee. You have three throwing knives. Technically, she's lavender... Four knives, a she's... pair of scissors, and a pair of weird fancy scissors. McGee. Ah, uh, yeah. So that's the shopping portion of the episode. Wait, what is it? What is it called? Steel! You're What's that just... real metal we use in real life that's normal for knives? Uh, anyway, so you guys meet back up. Lavender has a bunch of knives and some body armor, and so does Fio. With a plus two oh, What's Fio's armor? defense now against a melee attack? Um, I believe it's five. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, you just can't hit him with a melee attack. Yeah, no, it's gonna be tough. Between... Uh, I guess it's not impossible, but you would need at least, if you had average two strength and two melee, you would need at least yeah. a plus two weapon to even roll. There's a reason Fio is so fast at getting that ice cream and that dinner. I now have defense of four. Against melee attacks? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is Fio's way of avoiding not getting hit as much, not being, getting the shit kicked out of him as often. Just more armor and harder to hit. So you guys leave the supernatural bazaar by yes. completely mundane, uninteresting, ma- non-magical things. Yep. <laughs> Jacob, I wanted Jacob, to buy a Jacob, magic Jacob, thing, but As it if wasn't that's useful. not what you wanted all along. Uh, I know. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, I'm not judging you guys, but you, what the characters bought were exceptionally practical and will come in lots of use many hey, times. Hey, I was gonna forego the armor if I could find a charm that would be able to let me see through his bullshit. But there you ain't can... no bullshit vision! You you can you can get one that will give you a plus one to seeing through illusions. Yeah, but he hasn't used illusions. So there's no bullshit for you to see through. There is bullshit! I just don't know what it is. I what? just don't know how the bullshit is bullshit. Excuse you. Bullshot. Anyway, we He's move tricksty. on. He's Trixie Clabanner. We move on. So, after their <laughs> shopping twit. Oh, boy. Shopping. Oh, that was pretty bad, Jacob. <laughs> Sorry! Was it? <laughs> Ruby multiple times this yeah, but that's recording just Ruby. has just gone. <laughs> but you said shopping twit. Maybe that's what you guys that's are. That's valid. That's valid. I'm sorry, You're valid. I shouldn't be laughing. <laughs> no, it's, it's fine, Ruby, don't worry. I'm just surprised how much was, you laughed at it. I'm sorry, at first I thought you said shock twat. I was like, what? Oh my god. That, that would, would be, be an actual way bigger difference. <laughs> anyway, after their fun shopping trip, uh, Lav, Ruby told me that Lav wants to talk to Garth. Um, 
So, um, Lav is gonna text Garth that they should talk and they should maybe grab coffee or something. Uh, she did. It's the same coffee place. A text back saying, sure. What time? She picks the first coffee place that comes to her head. Okay. Uh, so you meet up at this cute little, uh, like, kind of newer, look at, like, newer feel coffee place. Has, like, comfy chairs and, like, mugs. It's hipster. Yeah, it's a little bit hipster, but it's also very cozy. Lava's there, like, 15 minutes early. She's backed herself into a corner. Okay. She's, like, picked a very quiet corner of the place. Okay, you're able to find a little quiet corner. Okay. You can do this, honey. You got this. It's not that scary. It's gonna be fine. Uh, yeah, and Garth comes. Hey. Hey, what's up? Um. Garth's <laughs> voice is higher than it last time. Because <laughs> now Jacob's just talking like awkwardly normal. Uh, <laughs> uh, Garth shows up and goes, Hey, what's up? So, there's something that's been bugging me for a while. Okay. And I felt like we needed to talk about it. All right. So I know we haven't gotten to see each other much because I've been busy with my new job, my my new job and all that stuff, but I'm not sure that this is working. Really? Uh why? Well, I mean, Oh shit, now Jacob's yeah. sounding sad and I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I need to Anyway, um so you and I are really different, and, like, when I get nervous about showing something to you, or, like, I get excited about something, you kind of just shrug it off. And it makes me feel, I feel, that when you're sort of shrugging it off, it's because it doesn't matter to you. And and it just kind of feels like you don't care, or you don't get why I care, and that makes me feel unvalidated. I, I'm I'm sorry. Um, I I care about you, Lavender. I really do. I guess I just missed it. I, I'm sorry. What what times were these? Well, like, like how how sort of nonchalant you were about the whole shelter thing. I hadn't really told anyone about that, and I was kind of really scared to tell you, and then when I told you, you just kind of didn't seem to care. Or really get why I felt uncomfortable telling people before. that a good thing that I didn't judge you for, I guess? I'm sorry. I, I guess you're right. I guess I don't get it. And I'm sorry... Do you get what I mean, though? Like, the fact that you don't get it says, I think, a lot about us. Like what? Like, if if you don't get it, then maybe... I won't get other things? Yeah, and like... I know not everybody's gonna get everything the first time, but... I feel like it's happened a lot, and it's been... discouraging. Okay, I'm... 
Well, I'm really sorry I made you feel not validated. I never meant to do that. I I do care about you. I think you're amazing. I I never meant to hurt you. Ooh, I'm cringing I'm so hard. I'm sorry that I did. But if you feel like it's not working out between us, I I oh, understand. No! Oh no! He's so sad. Let me be the devil on your shoulder for a moment. <clears throat> Excuse me. Drop his ass. Okay, I'll be the angel on your Why shoulder. Are you being the devil on her shoulder? Do what you think is best. Like dropping his ass. Flav feels really bad. She's like sinking into her her sweater. She's like, I I don't think you're a bad person if that helps. I think that you just are a different person than me. And I need... I know for, for, for me, I really just need somebody who's... who's going to... to understand. Or at least, you know, try to. Oh, no. I, I, I can... Oh, no, the making promises thing. <laughs> I'm... I'm... Again, I'm sorry I hurt you. It if it if it helps, like I wasn't like heartbroken, just disappointed. I'm not mad. No, that's fair. <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm just oh, disappointed. Oh God, this is so uncomfortable. I, I, I can. Tr- okay. Um, I understand. Uh, maybe. Yeah, I guess you're right. Maybe the things you are nervous or find important, I just don't pick up on, and that's just because we're different. Yeah. I'm just really sorry I hurt you. I never meant to. I, I never meant for you to feel not validated. Oh. Oh. Garth, honestly, I think you're going to be a great boyfriend for somebody who Sink the blade. is more relaxed than me. I'm high maintenance. <laughs> you didn't actually no, never mind. That was the wrong term. How you just ripped the band-aid right off. I'm being nice! I think you're gonna be a great boyfriend for someone else. But genuinely that's what she thinks! I know. No, that's fine. Listen, you're playing the character and this is wonderful. You're a really nice you're a really nice guy and you do actually really care about things, but I'm a person who feels way too much and gets nervous about things that other people just don't. And it makes sense no, that... Lavender, I'm... Lavender, I get it. You you don't... We're just different people. There's no need for you to... I don't think you're high maintenance. I think, again, we're just different people. Like you said. Like you said, it's not you, it's me. Um, I'm sorry that it didn't work out. Between us. Stop it, Jacob! Jacob, stop it! My heart! Jacob, stop it! <laughs> Ruby just descends. I guess uh, I'm just gonna go. Uh, it's been fun. It really has been. It's just kind of going to awkwardly stand up and start leaving. Any trips and eat shit. <laughs> Imagine having to navigate that 
Like just breaking he, up like, with someone and then they trip and nose. just slam. Uh, as he leaves, he goes to take his coat off the coat rack. Coat rack just falls <laughs> over. No. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So as he's leaving, um, someone comes up to you and goes, Hey, can I get you a... Oh, Lavender, hey! Oh my god. You look up, it's Abby. Hi, Abby. This is really awkward. Is it? Oh, I just broke up with that guy. Oh. Oh shit. Oh, I'm 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 No, I'm it was a it was a good on my end, but I think I might have hurt him. Yeah, no. I you're, you're right. This is awkward. Uh I'm so sorry. I'm you, just rambling cuz I'm nervous I'll, and I'll I'm, get another I'm gonna go. Person. I'm gonna go. No, you can say it. Let no, me just I'm, get I'm, no barista you know take No, care I of don't you. need coffee. Okay. I'm gonna go. All right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the first one that popped into her head was uh, that one. It's actually the first coffee shop that Lavender and Theo met in. So, <laughs> La- so Lavender leaves that awkwardness. Lav leaves that awkwardness. She goes and sits in her car for a second and just slams her head against the the wheel. Yeah. Accidentally hits the yeah. Yeah. Accidentally hits the horn. And it's like, oh, fuck me. Turns on the car and drives home. Okay. Feeling really guilty. What does uh, Lavender, do? Lavender do when she gets home? She flops just face fully into the couch. Okay. How long does she stay there? Depends. Theo's gonna look at her like that. Go. Okay. Uh, he's gonna go outside, come back in, and she feels something sort of nudging her. Yeah? When she looks up, he's poking her with a stick. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's not where that I expected that to go. <laughs> and it's amazing that it went there. You just really broke Jacob there. I haven't oh. heard... I thought he was going to get, like, candy or one of the chinchillas. <laughs> no. Nope. Just poking her like a dead animal. Yeah. I love it. Have <laughs> I mentioned I love this podcast, you guys? I haven't heard Jacob cry laugh like that. He's, like, actually tearing up. Oh, uh, maybe. Uh, I don't know why that one got me so much. It was a surprise. It was unexpected. It was very unexpected. Uh, anyway. Continue. Why Why do you have a stick? I'm making sure you're alive. I mean, the ways to tell if a person's alive, she rolls over. Or one, you check for a pulse. If there's uh, no j- pulse, j- j- you check their eyes Lavender. dilation. Lavender. This is the fun way to check if someone's alive. But is it effective, Theo? It was effective on animals when me and Danny were kids. Did you guys get all your shots? What do you, what do you mean? You do know why kids need their shots, right? Yeah, we got we got shots, okay. Okay, good. Cuz it really suck if you died of rabies. I'd miss you. Uh That's nice of you to say. Uh Fia's going to open up a window and just chuck the stick out. <laughs> You're outside. <laughs> Fuck my eye. <laughs> Fia like Fia Fia winces and then closes the window and walks away from the window like power walks. Uh, across their tiny apartment. Yeah. 
He like stumbles into the coffee table, hits his knee. Jesus. I don't know why we just turned them all into three Stooges characters, but... I think it started when Caleb had Theo go outside to grab a fucking stick. Yeah. Theo just goes, are you okay? I, I broke up with Garth today. Oh, shit. Yeah. It wasn't gonna last. Doesn't mean I don't feel bad about it. I get it. I... Yeah. Well, uh, what do you want to do with the rest of your day, then? Not feel bad about it? Cool. Is that an option? I think I can help. Because otherwise I'm just going to spend all day feeling bad about it. What did I do this on my day off? Why couldn't I do this when I had work? <laughs> could have done in the morning, gone to work, everything would have been fine. Or Here. Home, and then I could say bye later. I'll make dinner tonight. I like Lavender's idea of, like, everything would have been fine. I just could have distracted myself <laughs> from feeling guilty. He says, he says, like, you have nothing to feel bad about. You did the right thing. Thanks. I I need I need to hear that because otherwise I was gonna do something dumb, like usual. Is there a new season of Queer Eye? Yeah, we'll give it a watch. I'll uh I'll make dinner, and for you, I'll even turn myself into a stereotype and I'll make pasta. Right. Sorry. Oh yeah, no, they, the, the first and last name disguise it very well. Yeah! Also, this is like Theo pretending like he doesn't make pasta all the time. <laughs> pasta, I make pasta all the time, and I'm fucking French and Swedish. There's no pasta lineage in my family. God. So over the next couple of days after the breakup, does Lav text or call anyone? A couple of days later, by the way, uh, Theo, the group chat? Theo makes her a cake. Damn. Oh no. It's a chocolate cake with cream cheese frosting. Are you right, gonna make roll him roll me? <laughs> yeah, please. Yes! Do. Oh, I wanna fail rolls. so hard. Intelligence plus craft. I actually have those. Not in significant quantities on the intelligence end, <laughs> mind. You have a bunch of crafts? <laughs> I have I have one dot in crafts. That's more than zero. Okay. I'm gonna spend a willpower point. Okay. So that's six days. Finally not a failure. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Caleb, known for rolling failures. <laughs> Six successes? Fuck yeah, it's a delicious cake. Holy Again, fuck! all odds, it rises, it tastes good, the cream cheese frosting's just enough. Lav eats way more than she should. Lav is like Ruby in that way, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm not gonna fight that. Not not gonna fight that. That's true. If you put something I like in front of me, I will eat it until my stomach hurts. Because I am a horse. Um, I think she's going to text just automatically, I think, that night. She's gonna talk to... She's gonna text her, her group friend chat, which is Gloria and Ben. And, and that's Robbie. it. And Robbie. He's on the chat, too. But it's mostly Gloria, Ben, and Lav talking most of the time until lately. What does she text? So I broke up with Garth, and he didn't take it great. Uh, he was pretty bummed. How you doing? I feel a little guilty. How how does she communicate that through text? 
They're all separate messages. Yeah, they are. With lots of dot, dot, dots. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's just a message, then 30 seconds later, the other message. <laughs> yes. And then the other message. Yeah. How I message people. How you talk. That is how I talk. I'm still so proud that I got you with the stick. Anyway, continue. <laughs> you get a text back from Robbie saying, Sorry, Lav. That sucks. Yeah! Um, get a text from Gloria just saying sorry. What does Ben text? Bitch, I knew you can do better. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually pretty good. A selfie of him at the club. In this... his, like, f- no he's context. in his, like, full drag. No context. <laughs> Please, he's not Danny. Um, he texts, Bitch, he wasn't even good enough for you. And he's... Lav's gonna be like, are you at a show right now? Bitch, maybe. <laughs> I know you're at a show when you call me bitch. Bitch, please. And then it says, that's very accurate. <laughs> and then you get a selfie of him in his full drag outfit. Looking stellar per usual. Uh, he somehow communicates... I know. He somehow communicates the click-through yeah. text. I think, like, that night... Like, she she had a good time hanging out with Fiona, that made her feel better. But then she's like, the silence of the night starts to creep. And she's like, I feel really bad. Maybe I should apologize to him. Like, maybe, maybe I should just text him. And she opens her phone to text him. And then realizes what she's doing is stupid! Uh-huh. And texts Red Fang instead. Alright, what does she text? So I broke up with Garth, and I was about to text him, but I thought I'd text you instead. Um, Red Fang texts back, GOOD PLAN, in all capitals. Thank god. Yeah, you're more- you're- you're probably a better option. Yeah. Lev, honey, anyone's a better option. Wow, did everybody think that little of him? Uh, Red Fang goes, has nothing to do with Garth. As a person, has to do with the fact you just broke up with him. Yeah. 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 Again, three messages. The yeah just getting longer each time. Yeah. <sighs> you want to come over and talk? Yeah. Uh, Red On my way. Redfang texts you an address. Live shows up. Okay. It's a small. Kinda crummy, but not terrible apartment building. Kinda like Lavin Fios. Yeah, there's a surprisingly, like, nice looking, though. It's just small. Mm-hmm. Bubby Rosie makes sure it looks nice. Yeah. And Red Fang comes down to greet you wearing, uh, a tank top and pajama pants. Lav cat calls her. Red Fang goes, stop, I'm blushing. We both know the truth. Of course. Come on, come on up. Thanks. Um, and don't worry, we have the place for ourselves. Blacktooth is out working tonight. How is your brother? He's fine. Seems a little, I don't know, a little out of it lately. I don't know why. So is Fio. Weird. Did anything big happen with him? Uh, did he tell her? Yeah, remember? I would Fio told Red Fang. No, 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 Lab. Yeah. He told Lab, right? Yeah, remember? Because my memory is about 30 Yeah, she seconds. texted him, and he texted her back. Okay. He he broke up with his boyfriend. 
Oh, shit. Yeah, I think we were looking for different things. Yeah, no. So, what flavor ice cream do you want? I love you. Love you, that's, too. That's, that's not even from a point of the fact that I think you're beautiful. Like, I, I love you oh, just as a you. friend. Please, I wish I looked as good as you. Shut up. Do you have, do you have Americone Dream? <laughs> uh, you see her open her freezer and she's like four different cartons of different ice cream. They're having this lovely friendship moment. Meanwhile, Theo's over the toilet throwing up and he's like, I ate too much cake recently. Fuck. Oh, this is the same night Laugh had cake. <laughs> no, no, I think this is a different night. Oh no, good, good, good. So yeah, she's going to she's going to spill her guts over not Everything. a bottle of wine, but like I'm sure there's some alcohol in her house. A carton of there's ice actually cream. Some wine. I don't think Lab likes wine, honestly. Refing goes. I also have wine if we want to be stereotypical middle aged moms. Let's here. try that once. Why not? Uh, she'll pour you a little bit. I do not like wine. That's fair she, enough. She, she like, not for me. Just not for me. Red Fang goes, fair enough. Not for everyone. It is alcohol, though, and I'm feeling kind of shitty. I have another way to make you feel good. Oh, I'm kidding. We can do whatever you want tonight. No, but now that you mentioned it... (laughs) Scene change. And we fade to black. (laughs) Do I get my willpower back? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Jesus. That, That non-existent use of willpower. Sandwich, I think I'm going to cut to the next mo- morning of Lav waking up uh, next to Red Fang. Hey! Uh, oh, you're not a morning person, are you? Oh, fuck that. Just... Creature of the night. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, holy shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's a great joke. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> This is all in character. Oh, amazing. Yeah, she's just laughing her ha- ass, has, ass off. She's laughing her, ha- her She's laughing her hassle off. Hassle off and ass. Yeah, like, it's always the best when you try and make fun of someone for mispronouncing something, <laughs> then you mispronounce yeah. something in the process. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> good. Water. No, I think Lav, Lav is like, all right, I'm going to let you sleep in. Text me when you're awake and we can chat again. Okay. She she puts on yesterday's clothes. Yeah. No, she borrows... Can I borrow one of your shirts? Sure. We spilled wine on mine. Sure. She just gestures to a small bureau in the room. Yeah, Lab borrows one of her shirts. Okay. Actually fits fine. Yeah. They have similar body types. I think Lab's a little taller, but that's about it. Yeah, Lab's definitely a little taller than... Red Fang is not on the tall side. Yeah, I think Lab feels really good. Honestly. Awesome. I think she feels better. Because, like, everybody agrees she made the right choice, and she also had fun and enjoyed herself, and she let herself do that. Yeah. Because she should allow herself to do that. She yeah, no, I think it was perfectly yeah. healthy. I do, too. I'm just happy for Lav. Mm-hmm. So Lav opens the door to the bedroom, and she sees... Checking on her jean jacket. I don't know, I feel like Lav's the jean jacket type. Okay. And she sees, uh... Blacktooth in the kitchen of the small apartment pouring himself a bowl of cereal. So you're a morning person too? Um, I I just got home. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I I just work nights, usually. <laughs> you came to run the night too. I'm sorry. Does that say that in character? Yes. He goes, what? 
<laughs> Nothing against the Joker's sister, Rain. Um, do you want some? Uh, I'll just get mine at home. I don't want to steal your guys' food. All right. I already, I already ate an entire thing of American Dream. All right. Um. Don't worry, I'm heading out. This uh, can yeah. be less awkward. No, I'm, I'm, it's not the first time. I've, I've met someone new or old in the morning here. Your sister's got good, 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 I'm gonna just leave. Yeah, I'd rather not talk about my sister like I, that. I wasn't, I wasn't referring to the sex part. I'm gonna go! Please just leave. Oh, that's, that was so awkward. That as was you so leave, awkward That, that might have been the most awkward as conversation you, in the you, T3 podcast. As you leave, you see Black Fang, sorry, Black Tooth turning <laughs> red and looking down at a cereal. Your sister's a really good friend, that's why. You say as you close yeah. the door. Love was thinking of it in context of how she's good at making friends. But she wow. fucked up. So, Fio wakes up that day. Notices that Lav isn't there. Which... What time does he wake up? Oh, that's true. Because <laughs> if... is it a is it a work what is it a work day today? It was, was a, it a work, work day, the day, day the day before. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say it was at the club though, so he's probably asleep. I forgot yeah, that Lav woke, woke up, up early. Like, in the yeah, which is why Blacktooth was just coming home yeah. from whatever job he does. Yeah. He probably wakes up at, like, 11, maybe noon. So actually, Lav, you get home first. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not gonna make you roll not to wake Fio, because... She I... leaves early all the time? Yeah, exactly. This yeah. is not... She's just going the opposite direction uh-huh. than she, she does. That makes all the difference. Um, anyway. So, Lav does that. Fio, you did have plans for today, though. You were gonna call your dad. Right. Is this about what I... Th- Think it's about? Yeah, the thing you wanted to do. He'll call his dad. Hey, Theo, um, what's up? Hey, dad. No, he wouldn't say that, sorry. Hey, Theo, what's up? (laughs) What's up, dog? What's up, man? My dude. My dude. (laughs) I'm trying new things to make friends. His dad answers the phone. I don't know. (laughs) His dad answers the phone and he just hears his dad say, Saw, brah. Saw, brah. Saw, dude. What's going on? Hey, uh, Theo, how's it going? Uh, yeah, it's going okay, Dad. Um, okay. Okay, hear me out, right? Alright. How mad would you be? And before you jump to any conclusions, I haven't done it yet, but how mad would you be if I maybe sold your car? Oh, thank God, that's what you're calling about. <laughs> what did you think I was calling about? Dad, you already know I'm I'm LGBTQ. <laughs> no, I thought you were calling about our last conversation. Oh. No. Well, did the car break? Uh... <laughs> not in a way that couldn't theoretically be repaired. But would it cost pretty much the same as buying a new one? Uh... Yeah. Alright, then yeah, of course, sell it. Okay, awesome. I love it that his parents are just reasonable people. I have... Well, first I have, uh... One stipulation. Mm-hmm. It has to be something with four doors you can take your siblings in. Yeah, okay. And I have a question. Why did you call me like something terrible had happened? Well, I mean, you've had that car forever. Yeah, so? 
I just, I don't know. I thought you might have some sort of sentimental attachment to it and wouldn't want to get rid of it. All right. I understand. Maybe, maybe when I was younger, but at this point in my life, it's just a car, Theo. It's supposed to get you from one place to another, and if it's not working anymore, then it should be practical and get something that works. You know, I sometimes think about Jacob's dad voice when I'm I'm not hearing his dad voice in other contexts. And I'm just like... <sighs> what do you like, Ruby? I just don't know how to word it. It's like, that's not gonna be Jacob's real dad voice, that's what. <laughs> you don't know, I'm maybe? not doing my dad voice, I'm doing <laughs> Theo's dad voice. I know, but it's still weird. Oh, my God. Uh... It's not bad, it's just weird for me. <laughs> anyway. Cool. Uh, thanks, Dad. Of course. Uh, if there's anything else you want to call about, or have any questions, you know where to find me. Yeah. Love you. Love you too, Dad. His dad loves him. And he hangs up. So, you know mainly one place that sells cars and car parts. Oh, right. I'm gonna go sell my car there. Sean Walker's the best walker for me and you. It's true, he is the vastly superior walker. Oh, absolutely. He's, he's the best walker. <laughs> 100%. What is, what is that, that, uh, the thing that was, for me and you. Krusty Krab pizza is the pizza for you and me. Anyway. Oh my. Can't keep that in, we'll get sued. Sean Walker's cars are the cars for you and me. Big, um, meaty claws. claws. Anyway, <laughs> just before we go down this rabbit hole any further, <laughs> Nosferatu! <laughs> Fuck me. We're done. We're done. No more SpongeBob! Sophia goes down to Walker, Scrapyard, and Auto Shop. Mm-hmm. Or Garage. Um, the place where Sean Walker... He drives there uh, to make a point. Has he fixed his car? Oh, you're right. He pushes the car there to make a point. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Lav will help him. Do you call a tow truck or something to help? Yeah. Sure. Because I'm not pushing it on foot across town. That's just not feasible. Yeah, no. That would be like... We'd also, that would be we'd like also get in trouble. Trying to snap your friend out of out of their guilt and grief by poking them with a stick. It's just, it's just not reasonable. So you go and to Walker Auto Shop and Scrapyard, where you know... Sean Walker, Leo's dad, works and runs and also lives. Uh, and you know Julian, Leo's air quotes brother, uh, works at too. Uh, speaking of which, so you ring the bell. Yeah. You see the garage door open and you see looming over you. Not a ton with Theo, but a little bit. You see Julian standing there. That's yeah, like a solid two to three inches. Yeah. Uh, hi. I'd like to sell my... It feels wrong to call it a car at this point. I'll get Sean. <laughs> and he walks inside and you see uh, Sean come out. Um, God, I wish that man was like 15 years younger. Big, lovable Sean. Not Sean. Julian. Do you or is Lav saying Is Lav there? Well, he, she didn't have to literally push his car, so probably not. No. Unless he wanted her there for like moral support. She can come if she wants. She probably offered. She can come if she wants. He probably would have been like, if you want. I like seeing Sean. <laughs> She's going to see Sean. I love it. I'll bring cookies. I, yeah, that that'll be a good idea for them to share. Uh, don't, don't be offended, but I, I 
can't. I need to watch my sugar from now on. But you're fine. You're fucking gorgeous. I I mean, uh, he's he he I'm just like gonna make blushes. He tries to think of like a quip to defuse that, but is too stupid. Just fundamentally too dumb. Sorry to make this awkward. I've been making a lot of things awkward as of late, so I'm just gonna go make cookies. Oh, okay. Um, Lav has been just on an awkward streak this episode. Uh, sick nasty. So we come back to the garage. (laughs) I hope they like snickerdoodles. Yeah, I hope so too. This is the first time I've made snickerdoodles. I bet they're good. I hope. I have to roll. I would taste to test, but as I said, I've been eating way too much sugar this this, these past few days. I mean, I guess that makes sense if you're if you're not feeling good. So Sean, the big lovable teddy bear he is, comes out. We brought cookies with his own plate of cookies. (laughs) No, he does not. (laughs) Oh, it's great seeing you guys again. Those look delicious. Come on in. Lev just walks in at this point. She's not going to be awkward about it. She loves Sean. Okay, he opens the door to the kitchen because you brought cookies. Mm -hmm. And you see a little 10-year-old girl sitting there. Haven't we met her? No. No, I think we have. No. I thought she was there the last time we were here. No. No, uh, we saw her picture. Right. You saw her picture. Um, she's about 10, around the same age as Hannah. Oh. She definitely, uh, looks, she also looks more like Sean a lot more than Leo has, which isn't saying much. Leo looks nothing like his dad, but out of Julie and Leo and her, she looks by far the most like her dad. Uh, Fia will go over to her. Hi. Hi, you're Josie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard, Hi, about, Josie. I heard about you from your dad. Of course you did. <laughs> Dad, why do you have to tell everyone you meet about me? <laughs> because you're adorable and I love you. That's... That... And I'm very proud of you. That's okay. I go around telling everybody about my little sister. Sean shows you where you can put the cookies down. Like snickerdoodles? I haven't had them. You should ask your dad's permission first. Dad, yes, you can have one. Laugh <laughs> yeah. sneaks her an extra cookie. Roll me. Fucking dexterity plus larceny. I'm, I, can I roll the I'm gonna use a willpower. Catcher? Can I roll the catcher? Yes, you can. I'm, I'm using a willpower. Also gonna use a willpower. Fuck! Um, what am I so rolling? Wits plus composure? Four. Yep. Plus three? Four. Oh my god. That's... You're doomed. You're doomed. Two successes. Yeah, you're doomed. Let me re-roll but that ten. is he going to call her out on it? What'd you get? Caleb. I got seven successes again. Fuck! So you very clearly see this happening. Fear doesn't stop it. He's gonna call her out on it when it's just the two of them. Sean surprisingly does not see it. Yes! I've won over the daughter! So Sean comes back with glasses of milk for everyone. And he goes, So oh, thank you. You're welcome. So what do you guys want to talk about? How I need a third dad. Uh, my dad's car is... I need to sell it. <laughs> oh, I'm guessing you got his permission. Yes, I did. Okay, let's take a look at it. I'll, I'll hang out with Josie. I want to see the car. Oh, you're really into cars? She nods. Is that really what Ooh, she well. says? Or does she say, I want to see the car? No, she doesn't have an accent. <laughs> Sean doesn't have an accent. Why would Josie? <laughs> I don't know, Jacob. She's not being raised by Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> 
don't, Robbie should never be a father. Yeah, I was about to say, don't put that thought in my head. That's, wow. Disastrous. Cursed. There's snakes manifesting in my home because of how cursed that is. That's a new Weird. one. Anyway, Sean and Josie <laughs> go out to see the car. You see Sean open it. He hands a flashlight for Josie to hold. <laughs> this is so fucking cute. You see him, he takes uh, his time looking around. At one point, he gets on one of those boards and goes under the car. Um, I always used to think those were skateboards as a child. At one point, he asks uh, Julian to lift it a little bit. Uh, he goes, all right, well, um, obviously the engine's not working. It would be expensive to fix all the little things wrong with it. But a lot of the basic parts are all right, and the rest of the car besides pieces of the engine are make fine scrap metal and I'd be able to reuse. Um, it'll take me a little time because I do have... One I've been fixing up to sell. It's going to take me a little time to finish it up. How about uh, if you sell the car for me for scraps, that'll go towards the cost of the new one. Let's say another... uh, He takes out... He actually puts on some reading glasses and takes out a little notebook and a pencil. He's such a dad! Is it a golf pencil? Dad? No, it's, it's a full pencil. You see him do some numbers. Well, I'll have to have Leo... Or Miko check these over to make sure. But should come around 500. Plus, of course, aim the scraps from this car. Yeah, I, I should be able to manage that. Is there any chance I can help bring down the price by maybe helping you with detailing? I, I know how to sew, and I work with leather, so I could help you do, like, reupholstering or stuff like that. Um, don't think that's needed right now. Honestly, I don't think I could really make it much lower. Okay. Um, yeah, let me check with Miko or Leo to double-check these numbers and write up a receipt, but if that sounds good to you, I think we have a deal. Yeah, I think so, too. Perfect. And, uh, he holds out a hand. Theo will shake it heartily. Okay. He goes, would you two like to stay and finish your milk and cookies? Well, I'll finish the milk, but the cookies are yours. Uh, he- I insist you guys are my guinea pigs. Uh, you see Julian start coming with a, uh tool to start doing stuff with the car and Sean goes, Julian, you can take a break. Come join us. And he just kind of sighs and comes in to join you guys in the kitchen. This God. is why Sean will never be rich. Um, at one point... Oh, shit. Do I want to do the reveal now? Yes! 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 You can't hang a reveal over Ruby's head, Jacob. Exactly! I will be upset! She'll... She'll, like... I will think about it all night! Yeah, she'll think about it all night. She'll pout about it for days. That's actually accurate. I've done that before. Not um, a, not passive aggressively, just actively. Every time it myself. like almost comes up, she'll get super mad. Yeah, um, but at myself, not at him. He's he's safe. So as you guys are eating the cookies, you see someone walk in. Someone you haven't seen before. She's just about five foot. Oh, precious! With a uh, black hair and a thinner face and build. Um, she looks around the same age as Sean, who's in his, uh, in his 40s. She comes in and kind of freezes, and her, you see her eyes analyze and dart between the two of you. And Sean goes, Miko, I'm glad you're home early. And he goes over and hugs her and gives her a kiss. Nice to meet you, Ms. Walker. Miss Davidson, but Sorry. nice to meet you. Uh, she'll shake your hand, and you are? Uh, my name is Lavender, and this is Fio. 
He's my roommate. He brought his car and I brought cookies because we've met Sean before and we're friends with Leo. It's nice to meet you. Yeah. I'm, uh, I actually, I work in the same building as Leo. All right. You are coworkers now. Work for that Marduk Foundation, right? Yeah. I, uh, I'm their newest, uh, security team member. Ah. Uh, you see, her eyes soften a tiny bit, but Is there she's such thing as sense motive? Analyzing you guys. That would be wits plus empathy. Does emotions help? Uh, what are you trying to read? I'm trying to find out what she feels about us. Like, why is she so, like, cagey? Okay. Uh, yeah. Emotions work. I'm not even gonna roll. I don't know. One, two, three, four, five successes. Okay. She's suspicious. About new people in her house. Territorial much? Well, she just doesn't know. It's strangers in her house. True. She's never met before. You don't know why she's particularly suspicious of that, but she definitely seems a little on edge by it. So we know where Leo's nature comes from. What? He's much more happy-go-lucky. Oh, oh, you mean from Sean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, as far as you can tell, Leo's very much more like his dad in that way. Um, Sean goes. Yeah, so they came to sell his car, and they brought cookies. I've met them before, don't worry. Oh, while you're here, can you look over some numbers, make sure I did my math right? She goes, of course. And he hands her in. Within about 30 seconds, she looks over it, makes a marking, changes something, and goes, technically it's $550. And Sean goes, uh, he looks at Fio and goes, why don't we just round it down to five hundred to make it simpler? Thank you. He's I so sweet. I owe you my life. <laughs> What'd you say? He says, "Thank you. I owe you my life." He goes, "No, it's fine. I'll say that you guys paid me back for with the cookies. These are definitely not worth fifty dollars, but I appreciate the compliment. That's close enough." And uh, Miko just kind of goes, "I'm sorry, Skip. But I just had to come by to grab something from my office here. Uh, I'll see you later, honey." And she kisses Sean on the cheek, and uh, he has to lean down for her to do it, but because he is about a foot and five inches taller than her. He already knows on autopilot what to do. (laughs) Absolutely. See, by the way, I think that their height difference is based off of my parents. It's similar. Uh, pretty much. My parents are about a foot, Mm -hmm. foot plus height difference. I have seen my dad crouch down to hug my mother. It's pretty funny. No, yeah. Um, and you see Miko does go, Oh, actually, Sean, can I talk to you? I need help finding something. And uh, they both go off to is the office. Is there a way I can subtly listen in? Or are they it in the is, office it, too far away? It's across a living room. Shit. You'd have to walk closer. I'm not You'd have do to that. find an excuse to do that. And after a little bit, Sean comes back out and Miko goes, well, it was a pleasure to meet you two. Pleasure to meet you too, yeah. Ms. Davidson. Uh, and she leaves. That was awkward. I'm not good at being a person. Does Lav say that? To herself. Sean goes, oh no, you're fine. Listen, Miko's just had some, you know, Miko's in a high-end position, so she gets a little nervous about new people and stuff, but you you did fine. She'd love... Miko cares more about people than she lets on. I I just hope we didn't make her uncomfortable. No, it's fine. I explained to her that I knew you guys, that you'd come by before, that both you already knew Julian and Leo. And I told her if Julian thought you were okay, then I'm sure you were fine. I'm pretty sure nothing will scare Julian. You see Julian just nod once. (laughs) 
Theo visibly shivers. Love just sort of pats him on the shoulder. Not not Julian, Theo. I told her that you guys also knew Leo, so... Surprisingly well. He fixed my phone. Well, that was nice of him. Yeah, no, he really got me out of a bind. Uh, and you haven't noticed any strange messages or your contacts changing or your background changing? (laughs) Has she? Do you check your phone? Yeah. Roll me intelligence plus investigation. Oh, and Theo's the one that that Leo's met, so that one's obviously gonna change. Okay. It's probably something about cougars. You do have to spend a willpower or do the three dice or botch. I'm gonna do the three die or botch, and I got two successes. Okay. You notice that um, all your contacts are the same, except for the top half left, they all have two exclamation points after them. Oh, that's quirky. And then Fields was changed to Pinkie Pie. <laughs> okay, that one's staying. Oh, 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 that was so much better than I expected. That one's staying. Definitely. Uh, if Fio knew, he'd approve. Uh, yeah, Sean she's just... gonna show Fio. Look what he did. Sean just shakes his head. I'm sorry about that. Fio... Leo is a... <laughs> uh, trust me, I've... I've met your son. He's... He likes to pull little pranks and stuff. I, I could tell that about he, him. He got that from his mom. Really? Oh, yeah. Miko used to be a big prankster. Oh my gosh, do you have any good stories about that? I freaking love... Well, I freaking love pink prank 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 Man, there's a lot of those oh, oh episodes. Jesus Christ! I peaked the mic with that one. I know. I watched it happen. I nearly peaked the mic with my reaction. I love prank stories. Well, there's the one time where she hid inside a trunk for a couple hours to scare her brother. Uh, there was the time she set up multiple cans of whipped cream to be triggered as someone walked through them. How did you find out about that one? Were I you mean, the person who walked through? No, I've, I've known Miko a long time. Um, and as he talks, I should have mentioned this before, but you, you realize that Miko and Leo look very similar. They have the same similar skin tone, though Miko's a bit more tan than Leo. They have, like, the same bone structure, but they're both on the shorter side, but Leo's still a fair bit taller. Uh, They have the same black hair. Hers is a little nicer kept than his, but you you start seeing all the subtle similarities between the two of them. So Sean tells you some stories about that, which you are very surprised this woman you met used to be a prankster. Lav is engrossed and greatly amused on the way home. I realized Lav actually probably would have to go with Theo so he could ever ride back. Yep. Oh, that's a good point, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's the end of Theo has a car waiting for him uh, in a couple weeks. Uh, is there any final things you guys would like to do? Uh, Theo, on the way back, says, man, you're spoiling that little kid rotten. What do you mean? Giving her an extra cookie. You saw that, you sly fox! <laughs> Pinkie Pie, I'm disappointed you didn't say something. You seem more responsible than that. Okay, I approve of the nickname, like, uh, as long as it's on your phone. <laughs> now that I hear it out loud. It's a little awkward to call you a pink pony. So we cut to the next morning, and we see Lavender and Fio each leaving the house. And we see Fio head off to his new job at the Mardok Foundation, and we see Lavender head to her new apprenticeship 
R&R blacksmithing. And that is where we are going to end this in-between. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Fun as always. Sorry if things were a little... Sounded a little weird. Uh, We're getting back into recording after not recording for a while. And also both Kilb and I and Ruby are all sick. Uh Uh-huh! And sleep-deprived. Yeah! Yep. Um, I slept about four hours last night. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, As always, if you'd like to, you can donate to us on Patreon. uh, Patreon. Patreon.com slash D3ThePodcast. Different levels give you tons of benefits. And we would also like to direct you to a different project, specifically a non-profit, non-profit called Games to Grow, I believe. Mm-hmm. And they are a non-profit that is about using tabletop RPGs and other games and tabletop systems to help kids with either social or, mel- or mental development issues. Uh, specifically, a big one is kids on the autistic spectrum. Uh, using these to help them teach and learn and help them develop. Using the characters as a way to, for them in a safe environment, to test out new ideas and learn how to work with teams and communicate. And this is mostly me talking about what's on their website. They also work with kids with, like, ADHD, and we have two non-neurotypicals on this podcast. That we do. And kind of because of that point that cover our members are non-neurotypical, it it's a really cool nonprofit and charity that we think everyone should check out. And specifically, they are going to be starting a ca- a fundraising campaign to create a system called Critical Core, which is specific modules that they're, they're working with both therapists and psychiatrists and psychologists to help develop modules in Dungeons and Dragons to help parents or other professionals help kids with different specific social or learning disabilities. I don't know when they are starting their fundraising campaign, but you can find them at criticalcore.com, I believe, and sign up for their newsletter. We just think it's a really important organization that we would like to get the word out about. Um, You can follow them on Twitter and Facebook and all those things. I know D3 The Podcast's Twitter Twitter profile page, whatever Thing it's called. Follows them. Follows and I, them. I emailed them and told them my appreciation. They were so nice to me. They're really good people doing some really good work. Um, and if you want, you can check them out. I don't know the exact episodes, but I know they've done a couple table talk episodes with Acquisitions Inc. C Team, which uh, you can find from Penny Arcade. They've done a couple of table talks where they've answered questions and talked about it more. Uh, and so those would be great places to look for them. Uh, that's Games to Grow and Critical Core. Um, and with that, any final comments from you guys? Caleb? Uh, no, that just, uh, it, we would really appreciate it if you went and uh, checked them out and see if you could support them, like you said. And uh, until next time, uh, enjoy gaming. Ruby? Um, well, I just really wanted to express that I really love Critical Core Concepts, and I love everything that Games to Grow does. It's really important to kids like me who grew up without great executive functioning. (laughs) 
and uh, had to learn a lot of lessons harder ways. And D&D really actually helped me learn how to be a, a more sensible person, despite the fact that I'm really still not a sensible person. But uh, I'd be a lot worse without D&D. You know, one of my most awkward moments in D&D ever was 